0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Perfect Time and Podcast, episode 28. It's been a while since we've been on these airwaves, man. It's been way too long.
1: Yeah, man. It's been about two weeks. Yeah. This, this, we just discovered this right before we recorded the podcast. It's been Yo. two weeks since we last gave you guys an episode. Since so mm-hmm. the last dropped heat. We're back. We're back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're back, man. We are feeling good. 28. Are we feeling great, Serge?
1: 28 and we're feeling great and this is also nick our 28th year on this earth it's a fun fact for you guys
0: not not me we're not
1: we're not 28 yet
0: not yet i was gonna say i'm 27 i'm turning 28 in june you're turning 28 in august right
1: yeah unfortunately
0: soon to be (laughs) soon to be our 28th year (laughs) oh yeah but we're back man uh two weeks off but we've had a lot going on in between then we've been texting back and forth checking in seeing how we're doing and everything like that um but first, wanted to give a shout out for those who listened to our 27th episode, man. Surge NFL draft. All that happened. We'll get into that in a few minutes, but dude, best episode yet by far, number wise, everything. Right. I mean, could have asked for more from the not only the listeners but the guests too. It was just it was lights out, man.
1: Absolutely. It was fire. Thanks to all the boys that participated and got to be a part of that episode. We appreciate it. It was a it was a banger over an episode. We'll get you guys on again soon. But that episode, you know, set the bar high for what's to continue. What's about to what's about to pop off for the rest of, you know, perfect time, the season of perfect time podcast. <laughs> That's
0: right. That's right. Most definitely. Most definitely. So we're gonna get into a little weekend recap. We'll talk about the NFL draft, we'll talk about the NBA playoffs. We'll talk about some music, we'll talk about some TV talk, our typical stuff that we talk about and everything. We hope you guys enjoy this episode. And Serge, to start off, I'll actually let you ask, because I know you
1: love asking it. Oh, how was your weekend, Nick? It was good, man. It was good? It was good. What did you do? What, did you do? what was a Nick Chioka weekend like? Because I know you were out traveling last week, so you got to spend some good time at home. Yep. So what'd you do?
0: Yeah, last week I was on Long Island for a day, basically. Um Had my favorite sandwich ever. Shout out Dominic's Italian-American deli. Favorite sandwich ever.
1: Better than than Seaport. It is, man. Better than the chicken cuzzy at Seaport.
0: It is, man. It really is. uh, The Broadway, it's called. So that was a fun little day trip that I had to Long Island uh, for a fair. Uh, Got to see some some travel friends. Uh, Had a blast with them. But this weekend, (sighs) had some plans for this weekend. On Friday, got the mulch delivered. Being a homeowner, having mulch, having a yard, having to t- t- take care of it and everything, did mulch edging the other day too, uh, and then finished it with some uh, the front yard mulch. Still have some mulch in the driveway and everything. So long, long day of doing the yard and everything like that. But overall, very happy with how it looks. Have some <laughs> have some rabbits running around the back and front yard all the time. Some bird nests we found the other day too. So. Have a little uh, animal sanctuary at our house, regular basically. Regular
1: Snow White over there, huh? <laughs> yeah. All the yeah. animals. Yeah. Regular Noah's Ark. You got two of everything. Yeah, basically. Yeah. But uh,
0: it was good that Saturday for mulch. And then Saturday night, went out to the north end, uh, hit up uh, a delicious restaurant called the Cantina Italiana. First time I've ever been there with Gina, Nick. Carlos, Steph, and Lauren. Fantastic meal with them. And then we hit up Stanza, a cigar bar after, which was, I've always wanted to take them there. Neither of them have ever been. Um, And it was just a a vibe. And of course, at night, like always, Bova's, because Bova's never closes. If you know the North End, I always say Bova's is better than Mike's. Bova's is better than modern pastry, because it never closes. And you always have fantastic people there. And it's always the best. So. Shout out Bobas, shout out Stanza, Cantina, Italiana, all that stuff. Great Saturday leading into Mother's Day, which was a fantastic brunch. Had the family over all that stuff. What about you, man? You have a good weekend?
1: I did. I did. You know, spend class as usual on Saturday. That's how I start my morning. Got after it. Um, Got caught after it. You know, the energy was off the walls. Everything was going crazy. You know, you know how we do in Clarion, PA. Mm-hmm. Um, But other than that, you know, it's pretty cool. Watched the UFC fights with my boys from law school. Shout out Cody, shout out Sheamus. Uh, Some good fights, some very bad fights. Uh, But it was, I thought it was a, a pretty good card for the most part. Um, and then, you know, like you said, it was Mother's Day on s- Sunday. I wasn't able to go home, but I did have a very, very, very long FaceTime with my mom. So that was a blast. How long so, are we talking? How long? Uh, probably an hour and a half. Oh, yeah. It yeah, wasn't, wasn't, wasn't too crazy, but yeah. It's an hour and a half on FaceTime. It's a lot, but <laughs> uh, you know, it was a good time. Good time. Good. So,
0: uh, yeah, that's so how my weekend went. Shout out to all the moms for Mother's Day. I know it's this past Sunday, but shout out to all the moms, right, Serge? So shout out to the mobs. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely love it. But uh, yeah, man, busy weekend overall. Excited to get back on the on the airwaves and be able to put out this episode. But uh, yeah, starting off, last episode we had, we talked about the NFL draft. The NFL draft has came and gone, right? It's, it's coming gone. Now. It's over, man. It's crazy. Uh, draft grades. What do you think about draft grades? You think every over, team deserves man. an A-plus?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, do I think every team deserves an A-plus? No. I do not
0: I think the draft grades are as much as I love the draft. I said this to you before, but I'll say it again, man. As much as I love the NFL draft, the draft grades right after are the funniest thing I think anybody could ever do. I don't get how teams do, I don't get how media analysts do it. I don't get like it's a it's you draft a player to a team. And what was the the wording that you said before? If it's a good player that you like become a liking to, if you watch their tape and everything, and they draft them, they get a higher grade, right?
1: Yeah, if you like them in college, they'll get a higher grade. If you didn't like them in college, they won't get a higher grade. It has nothing to do with fit. It no. has absolutely nothing to do with fit.
0: Nothing. Nothing at all. I just, I don't even look at them, to be honest. I know we looked at them previously before, just to see how funny it was. Um, but yeah, I, the draft grades are so funny, but the draft has come and gone, man. It's, it was such a fun night. I was at a college fair that Thursday night, and literally had my computer up because i was like no nah, it's a draft like it, this this is i was getting like jittery watching it. it it's like one of the most entertaining things and i forget if i said it or not last episode i think it's for me sometimes i think it's better than the super bowl if unless the patriots are playing Then i think it's sometimes better than the super bowl i get so hyped up about the different possibilities of who could go where the lead up to it all this other stuff too um but we've let it marinate for a little bit. We've the Patriots have drafted. The Falcons have drafted. We could talk about our teams in a little bit. Overall, I know you fell asleep <laughs> after what the did. T- after what the Falcons picked at eight. was that what I not was? even? I
1: was watching um I was watching the Suns game. So yeah. it was the Suns Pelicans. I think it was game was it game six? Might have been game six, game six or five. Also know is I was exhausted after that. And I was like, I'm so mentally drained, I cannot watch any more of this draft. So i went to the bed.
0: And it's shocking but, yeah. shocking yeah. to me. I was expecting texts all night, like we were talking about with me, you and Joe in our draft dudes group chat. And it was just me and Joe conversing back and forth. I was
1: well, I was confused. watching the Suns most of the time. And then I just fell asleep after that because I was I was done. I was done with the draft. Yep. You now After the after after Falcons picked, you know, I was just finished. I was done.
0: I feel you. I get way too excited about the draft and I know it, but I it makes me so, so excited for it overall. But overall, I think the NFL draft was not only Thursday night, but Friday night, Saturday as well, all day. Just such an awesome event to, to watch, to listen to, to if you were able to go to. I know Gina's brother Steve was able to go to it and his friend Bobby, shout out Bobby and Steve, they they were there at the actual draft in Vegas, which just seemed like such a sick time and. Search. I think we're going to plan to go to Kansas city next year. Is that right? We're going to Kansas city.
1: We're not planning. We're going to Kansas city. There's no plan involved. I mean, we could figure out like hotel arrangements and we can figure out an itinerary as far as that goes. But other than that, no plan. Yeah. We're going. I love going. it. Barbecue, barbecue brews. And I don't know what else starts with B, but <laughs> the, something boys. Golf. the boys. <laughs> the boys. Yeah. Perfect barbecues, beers, and the boys.
0: That's right. Nothing better. Count me in for that. But uh, yeah, this draft, man, between the Georgia picks, but in the first round between Trayvon Walker going one overall, which was talked about, not expected, all this other stuff. I think it was just so, so entertaining. We're not going to break down every single team as much as I want to do it. There's so much other stuff going on right now. I just think overall, it was just such an entertaining draft between Seeing what the Jets did because I think they had one of the best the best drafts in the entire league overall. Um, some surprising moments like the Patriots drafting Cole Strange at twenty nine overall. That was it was very strange, very strange. Some pun intended. <laughs> but uh, overall, I just think it was awesome. We had some crazy trades. Wide receivers AJ Brown and Hollywood Brown both got traded during the draft, which was unlike anything I've ever seen before. Like I don't remember that ever happening. During the draft before, it's very strange.
1: Sounds um, <laughs> strange. It was,
0: it was, and I think the funniest thing was: Did you see this as well? Where Hollywood Brown was at the Cardinals draft party, like right after yeah, he he asked, for, he
1: asked for a trade. He asked for it. Like I don't know, Lamar was, Jackson was shocked, but yeah, apparently Hollywood Brown asked the GM for a trade. Why?
0: I don't know, but he asked for it. I don't get it, and I get it going back to Kyler and cause they played in college at Oklahoma and everything pretty cool. But at the same time, they, I think they'd made the trade like the day before the draft and they sent him out to Arizona and he was there. I just like saw the picture at first on that draft and I was like, Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. The trade just happened like an hour ago. That doesn't make any sense. Um, but yeah, it, it was crazy between the amount of uh, picks that Georgia had absolutely insane in the first round, the amount of players from that defense, um, 9 alignment selected, uh, which is the second most to the 10 in 1968, which is so long ago. Uh, and then the first time in the common draft era that six receivers were taken in the first round. So I thought that was all pretty cool little tidbits from the draft and everything. Um, do you want to talk about the Falcons draft, surge, We can talk about other stuff too, but.
1: Uh, I don't really know who they drafted outside. Ritter and Drake London. Yeah, know They drafted Dean out of Penn State. Yep. And, is it the uh, Is that who you guys got? I think. I don't know. Yeah. Something with the E. Yeah. I think
0: that's um. Right. Yes, D'Angelo Malone, who's a late round guy that I kind of like as well.
1: We drafted um, oh, the linebacker from Montana State. Oh,
0: it? yeah. Troy Anderson. Yeah. He's a fun player. He's a fun yeah. player.
1: And then uh, there's another player, another player from um Georgia that they drafted, like an offensive lineman.
0: Jamari oh, uh,
1: Salier? Is that who it is? I have no idea.
0: I'm looking it up right now. They drafted two
1: guys from Georgia.
0: Makes sense. Pretty close to it.
1: They never. They don't usually draft guys from Georgia, though. Really? Yeah. So.
0: Eh. And then you guys drafted a running back as well after cutting Mike Davis.
1: Yeah, Tyler Allegre uh, from Allegier. Oh.
0: Yep. Then a tight oh a tight end from Georgia. That's who it was. Yeah. Arnold mm-hmm. Abakade, Ar- Ar- thirty-eight. Drake London at eight overall, Troy Anderson, Desmond Ritter, Malone, Algier, Schaefer, and Fitzpatrick overall thoughts on both Drake London and Desmond Ritter. Cause I think those are the two, two biggest picks for you that I think that yeah. you reacted to Desmond Ritter was the third day of the draft and yeah. uh, Drake London was the first night. What are your thoughts on it, man?
1: Um, to be honest, let me be crystal clear. Mm-hmm. I did not want Drake London. I wanted Jameson Williams. That was no secret of mine. You know, I, I put that out there on the podcast, put that, put that out there in the universe. It didn't come back, to, didn't come to fruition. Um, Drake London's okay. I mean, he's more of like a Mike Evans type of receiver, right? Uh, not a lot of separation with him. He's more of like a jump ball, go and get it type of guy. Um, Not upset. Uh, but I'm not amped because I just feel like it's just redundant with having Kyle Pitts out there. Like they're both six, five, and Kyle Pitts is basically a receiver anyways. Um, but I guess it's not a bad thing. I If you weren't going to go with uh, James Williams, then I would, probably would have went with uh, the guy that Jets got. Jared Wilson. Jared Wilson. Mm-hmm. But what can you do, I guess? You know, they made the decision. They made they made their bed now they have to lay in it. <laughs> That's right. Uh, as far as Desmond Ritter goes, I thought Malik Willis would have been the pick there. I'm not bad at Desmond Ritter. It's probably it's probably a very good value pick. Um, if he's there, if there's anything with if he's like any good, then he can be like a solid star, like a la Dak Prescott, like a guy like that. Um, but if he's not good and he's not a starter, then he's a backup, and he'd pick the backup quarterback in the third round with the draft, which isn't horrible. I don't mm-hmm. think it's not horrible, um, but uh, yeah, I'm still, you know, let's pay the price for Bryce in Atlanta. We mm-hmm. do what we need to do to get to the, to get to the goal. And that's Bryce Young at Alabama. Yep. So Desmond Murder is nothing but a speed bump. The finish line is Desmond is the finish line is Bryce Young.
0: Yep.
1: And that's what we're going for. Let's was- make that clear. This team is not good and they didn't do anything this offseason to make themselves that much better. So I'm not expecting more than three wins this season, three to four wins. So we're going to be in love with that first round pick. Now, if it's not Bryce Young, I just saw a highlight of this quarterback from Kentucky. I think his name is Will, Will, Will Levis. Will Levis. Yep. Will Levis.
0: Are you already dipping into the 2023 mock draft? Because boy, I oh boy, am it, I already? Yeah. I'm sure. I
1: fucking. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I'm I'm impressed. To say the least, I'm impressed. Mm-hmm. So there's some guys in 2023 I'd like to keep my eye on. Oh yeah. CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, Will Levis, Tyler Van Dyke. Yep. There you go. Look at you already naming the players, boy. I love
0: yeah.
1: it. I love Come it. On now. Come on now. Come on, son. Tim how about, Anderson.
0: How about special <laughs> rattler? You want special rattler on your team? Oh, you can, no. no.
1: <laughs> I don't want a bargain. I don't want. Uh, you're going
0: to say bargain Trey Young, which is what you
1: call Trey Young. Not. That's what I, call him, bar, I was going to call him bargain Mahomes. Bargain Trey Young is stretch, that's why I grabbed Trey Young.
0: Stretch out Trey Young. That's the prophecy yeah. came through. I I was cracking up when that when that pick came through. I literally texted. I was like, Serge, look out for this pick and you're like, what's going to happen? <laughs> he, said he, said said gonna win, su- he said
1: he's going to win a Super Bowl in Atlanta. So, I mean, it's <laughs> never happened before, but good luck, buddy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hold your breath.
1: Uh, right. Don't hold your breath. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I love it. That's great. Yeah. I think the Falcons had a decent draft overall. Like you said, they're mainly playing for next year. I think there wasn't too, too much that they not improved on, but they needed edge help, which they definitely got with Arnold Nebikete and D'Angelo Malone, who is going to be a good two good edge rushers for you. Troy Anderson's a versatile linebacker. Um and I think overall a good draft. Drake London's a hell of a player, even though he's not the guy that you want. I think you're gonna like him. If he's healthy, one heck of a receiver for you. He's,
1: he got hurt any this past season. He
0: tore his ACL. No, no, no. He didn't tear his ACL. Oh, something, no. With, something with his foot. I think I forget exactly oh, what Oh, so it he's was.
1: a tall, big receiver with <laughs> foot problems? <laughs> Never heard of that
0: on the Falcons before, right?
1: Oh, <laughs> oh
0: boy. But uh, I think he'll be good if he's healthy. That's the whole if. That's the whole thing with this entire NFL draft. It's if these players are healthy, if they're in a good situation and everything. So even if, which didn't happen, a lot of the picks that, of course, I had in my mock draft, that everybody has in their mock draft, didn't happen. There's so many factors that lead to every single pick and lead to every decision. And so it's just always so funny to to look at them. And like I said, the draft grades are the funniest things, I think, overall, because it's automatic reactions, not five years down the line after these contracts are done and kind of assessing them from that age. Um, But then going into the Patriots, man. Uh, Yeah, like you said before, that 29th pick was strange. Stranger things. Stranger things have happened. Yeah, it was I I thought it was a joke, to be completely honest. When I first saw it, I have all the (laughs) Twitter um, notifications from all the NFL analysts. And when I saw it, I just I was like, no, they're not picking this guy right now, are they? you
1: but see Sean McVay's reaction? He's like, I thought he was going to be there at th- in the third 104- round. <laughs> he was at 104.
0: He was, he, he was hammering at that press conference. Whatever they were okay. doing, that was interesting. I'm not sure what they were doing. But, yeah, they were they were shocked that he went. Um, but I, I, I've taken some time. Like I said, we left the draft marinate a little bit since then. Um, and the players overall that the Patriots got, I am overall happy with where they got them is a whole other story because at the time I was seeing the Kobe Dean, I was seeing players like Devin Lloyd was there before we traded off from 21 before we traded out from that spot. There was a lot of players that were there. Trent McDuffie, Elam, Andrew Booth, all those players that were there, that possibility for the Patriots to take. And they ended up taking moving back to 29, got a guard from Chattanooga state or UT UT Chattanooga, not Chattanooga state, UT Chattanooga, Cole strange, a guard who has been compared to Joe Tooney. And in some as well, Logan Makins, who was a surprise early in the two thousands when the Patriots drafted that. So all the comparisons and everything like that from everything that I've seen, um, from this draft, it was just an interesting spot for where they got him. But I, I'm overall happy with the picks that we have made. We upgraded defense, uh, a ton with Jack Jones and uh, Marcus Jones. We have like 17 Joneses now on the team, which is hilarious. Um,
1: Me this Marcus-
0: <laughs> Mrs. Jones. <laughs> I also just automatically think of Mike Jones and just like the entire last season that just, who, Mike Jones, who? <laughs> I always say Mac Jones, but now we're going to have to say Jack Jones. Now we're going to have to say Marcus Jones. Then uh, who's it? Who else? They
1: drafted a quarterback. They drafted Bailey Zap.
0: They did draft Bailey Zappi. Yeah, your boy <laughs> that you mentioned a few uh, a few weeks ago, Bailey
1: Zappi. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. So surprise to everybody, right? It is kind of unexpected. Is, this, is there
1: a quarterback controversy brewing in New England? What's going on? <laughs>
0: For him to have all the numbers that he did in college was pretty cool. Um, the draft call was awesome. You lo- I love seeing those different videos of the draft and everything. Um, Bill Belichick calling him and letting him know he's a Patriot, all that sort of stuff. But overall, I think I'm happy with the, the players that we picked. I, met, I mentioned Marcus Jones um, in the when I was talking to Giannis about different cornerbacks and everything. Um, he's a punt returner, a kick returner, so I think he'll upgrade us in special teams a huge, huge amount. Um, and then we drafted – the fastest wide receiver in the draft, Tyquan Thorne, and fastest uh, running back in the draft, and Pierre Strong, and a couple of other players as well. Um, I just think the overall draft was focused on getting Mac help. And, of course, we upgraded the defense a little bit, which is great. But I think seeing the upgrades for Mac and all the talk of the – we don't have a fast wide receiver that they take the top off the defense. We don't have that – Despite where we got him, we have one. Ta- Taekwon Thornton run a 428 in the 40 in the combine. Like, there's nothing else to be said about that. So, I don't know, man. I'm excited to see. I love following them and kind of seeing their journeys, kind of going forward and training camp, all that sort of stuff. But I'm happy for the most part for the draft. It was good to see that. Um, talking about some winners and losers of the draft, Serge, who was your favorite draft hall or favorite team that got a draft hall throughout the night? or throughout the three nights of the draft, three days?
1: I think the popular pickers are Ravens, but I really like what the Eagles did. Mm -hmm. Uh, They got N'Kobe Dean. They got Jordan Davis. uh, They got A.J. Brown. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I think I'd give them the best grade out of all the teams. They got Mm -hmm. someone else, too, don't they? They got um, Jordan Davis and Kobe Dean. I'm blanking, but I know they did pretty well. Yeah. The um, Ravens did well too. You know, they did pretty good. But
0: um, they got the uh, Josh Job, who we were talking about a little bit before. Josh they also Shope. they got the center Cam Jurgens that Travis Kelsey helped mm-hmm. draft the Eagles draft, which I thought was such a cool process. You see the clips of that and everything and like him talking about him. And I think he was on the Bleacher Report live show when they found out that Cam Jurgens got drafted to they the. They get Eagles. George
1: Pickens too?
0: No, that was the. Um, the Steelers got George Pickens, which okay. is just going to be the most perfect Steelers. He's going to be a wide receiver one in a few years if he doesn't think so. Do anything stupid off the field <laughs> Yeah, for sure. If he doesn't spray any spray any other uh, opposing quarterbacks with water bottles. Nobody do does. <laughs> he did that. And he got. Uh, I don't think he got kicked out of the game, but he got in trouble for that. Um, yeah, it's very funny seeing all the different stuff. But. uh yeah, I think they had a great draft. Like you said, upgrading, giving Jalen Hurts some help in AJ Brown. They did, the this is Jalen
1: Hurts is the only year that he has left to, be, to prove that he's worth anything in the <sighs> Eagles. It's
0: a one year. Uh, what do you call it? Right? Is that what they said? One year audition. Yeah. Brutal. Absolutely brutal to see that. But hey,
1: man, they see those sexy quarterbacks from me in the next year's draft. They're all like, I need to get one of those.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Need to get me. Need to give me a CJ Stroud.
0: Yep. yeah you know? Most definitely. Um, Another winner I saw, both the New York teams, man. For the New York Jets to get uh, Jermaine Johnson so late. For them to trade back into the first round to get Jermaine Johnson. For them to get Sauce Gardner at four overall. For them to get Garrett Wilson at ten overall overall. Couldn't have asked for a better draft, dude. And then they got Max Mitchell, who is the PFF, like number one graded offensive tackle in college last year. And I think the second or third. uh, Got Brees Hall. They got an awesome draft. And I'm excited to see what they do in New York. I know Joe McGinnis always talks about GM Joe Douglas balling out. And he had one hell of a draft this year. I'm excited to see what they do. And don't want them to win because they're in our division of the AFC East. But I'm excited to see what they do overall. Um, some losers.
1: What do we think of some losers, Serge, for the draft? Um, well, you had mentioned the Commanders. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're big losers. More ways than one. because you know, Their name is the Commanders. That's the biggest L that they took this whole entire <laughs> offseason. Um, what was another team you mentioned? Cardinals. The command, Cardinals, Cardinals. 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 Because they traded a first-round pick to obtain Hollywood Brown. Makes no sense. No sense at all. Higher than what he was drafted at
0: four years ago, and hasn't done much. <laughs> and granted, the Ravens' system on offense is not the best one for a wide receiver. I think that's
1: why he wanted a change. But the Cardinals isn't that great either. Maybe not, especially not through the through games ten through seventeen. Yeah, maybe definitely. game. Maybe the first seven games or or ten games you're you're, you're looking pretty, but then <laughs> as soon as DeAndre Hopkins comes back. You're going to go back to number two, maybe number three, with Rondell Moore's emergence in the offense or Christian mm-hmm. Kirk's yep. exit.
0: 100%. Yeah. It, it'll be interesting to see what they did. And I just think the whole thing with the Cardinals has been like helping Kyler this off season. And they got Marquise Brown, as former teammate, like I mentioned before at Oklahoma, but just the draft for them, it's kind of, eh, nothing really happened too much for them. So we will see, uh, like I said, the Ravens, I think, won it. The Jets won it. Um, the draft grades are just so funny because we were looking through them before. The Cardinals had like an A+. plus. Every other team had like an AAA. Like the Colts had a C. They didn't have a first-round pick, so they didn't get a quality player, quote-unquote. Hey, Alec Pierce, watch out. And uh, Jelani Woods, dude, the tight end from Virginia. A Mo'Ally Cox replica for Matty Ice, baby. You got to love that for your boys. Fear for the, the shoe.
1: Fear the shoe. For the shoe, is it for the shoe or fear the shoe?
0: And you should say fear the shoe now. That's even better. Fear the
1: shoe, fear the shoe.
0: Fear the, for the shoe. Boys. <laughs> oh, that's great. But yeah, such a fun time. NFL draft, the best entertainment night, I think. One of my favorites overall. And like I said, already diving into the 2023 draft. So if you ever have any questions about it, mention it to Serge and I am happy to chat about it. Cause I already have my college players to look out for next year. List going. And I already have already looked at a ton of mock drafts like Surge has already. So That's much about the Patriots, Falcons, and the rest of the NFL draft talk. Oh, I wanted to mention, too, the NFL schedule release is coming out Thursday night, right? I think that's what it was. They already released a few of the games kind of randomly. They try to make it like a a whole week-long event and everything like that. Of course, they released some yesterday and today. The full release is coming out on Thursday, so it should be interesting to see what matchups we have, different weeks and everything. Um, Always fun to do that, but that's in the future. We can talk about right now because search right now in this moment, right now during this time of year. I know I say it every time, but I think it is the most wonderful time of the year because, man, we have almost every single night. Basically, I think it was other than like last Wednesday, there was no sports on. But every night is between the Bruins, between the Celtics playing between NBA, between NHL playoffs currently going. It's every single night is just back to back sports, and it is such a beautiful thing. It is so fun to just watch every night playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. It's beautiful, don't you think?
1: It's okay. It's all right. I don't. I don't. I only watch Suns games. Be honest with you. Yesterday's Boston Milwaukee game was the first non-Suns game I've watched. Really? Playoffs? Yes. I don't. I don't care for the other teams. I don't, I don't care about the matchups. I don't care about the players. I like care about our, our, my Phoenix Suns. In fact, they play at 10 o'clock next, so we're going to have to speed it up. But anyways. <laughs> um, the tip-off yeah. won't be
0: until like 2.05, so, it it 10 be, 5, it so yeah, it'll 10.05, so will be fine. It
1: won't be until 10.15. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a good time. Last night's game was incredible. Shout out Al Horford for mm-hmm. getting it done because it was not looking good for your boys. Mm-hmm. In that third quarter, it was not looking good at all. I don't know. I was watching this. Bucks were up by ten points, and then I turned and looked back. The Celtics were up by two. So, <laughs> <laughs> never count us happened. out, man. I don't know what happened in the in that thirty minute thirty, but hey, you guys, won series two yep. two, going back to Boston.
0: Mm-hmm. Almost every uh, series uh, did. Uh, is the Sixers game over yet? Did that? Just yeah, finish? it's
1: now three two. Well, yeah, I guess it's over now, but they're up three two.
0: So what is it? 3-2. Miami's s- up three two. Miami's up three, two. Warriors are up three, two over the well,
1: Warriors up three-one.
0: Three-one. That's right. That's yeah. right. They won last night. I was gonna say every every single series is two-two, except that one. They of course they screwed it up. I was so excited to say that. Like yeah. every series is two, two. Yeah. But almost every series is now two two. Surges suns are playing tonight at 10 o'clock. Hopefully they don't catch an L again. But uh, oh, they probably will. <laughs> What have your thoughts been on the NBA playoffs? I know you said you
1: haven't watched too much, so you can. Uh, They've been interesting. I think they've been. I think there's been some over officiating. Um, (laughs) Big time. Yeah, I think they've. There's obviously been a big push in physicality. I think the playoffs, of
0: course, has to be.
1: Yeah, but last year's playoffs weren't like this, and even the playoffs before that weren't like this. I think this year it's been a bit more physical, um, for whatever reason. or at least it's been highlighted more. So people are talking about it, but um, yeah, I don't know. I think there's been over-officiating. I think uh, there's been surprises as far as, um, you know, Milwaukee's basketball play without Chris Milton. I didn't expect them to be, I didn't expect the series to be tied. I thought Boston would have a much easier time with Milwaukee with Chris Milton out, because they could really hone in on Giannis and, the other guys are okay players. Drew Holiday is pretty good, but the other guys are okay. He's had a really
0: good series. Yeah, Drew has mm-hmm. been been that second piece for that offense the entire series because without Chris Middleton, like you said, I thought it was going to be smooth sailing, not smooth sailing, because you have the, M- the MVP, the finals MVP, and the league MVP on the other side of Giannis, and he's just been a battering ram every time he drives to the hoop, getting mm-hmm. fouls called on him left and right, which has been a little Iffy and Iffy, yeah, yeah. Most of the time, is he's using his shoulders and elbows to just flail around and then gets a, a, a foul call right. on Grant Williams for doing absolutely nothing, but or Jalen Brown, like it was last night. But, uh, yeah, Drew Holiday has been that huge piece for them on offense. Even somebody like Grayson Allen has balled out for them. And Pat Connaughton, shout out Pat Connaughton, even because he's from Mass, but I don't like him playing against the Celtics, uh, has done well as well on that offense. But um, who's playing best for the Suns right now? Is it Michael Bridges? Is it Jake?
1: Uh,
0: it's probably Chris
1: so. Paul, but Chris Paul said a rough past two games. Yeah. Chris Paul's been the MVP of our team for the playoffs, but he had a very bad, I think, game three, he had seven turnovers in a row. And then mm-hmm. game four, he fouled out. Five points?
0: Five points? Three points? Five points. Five he had
1: five points, eight assists, six fouls. <laughs> Damn. He fouled out. He didn't even play the fourth quarter, and, we were, and it was a winnable game for us that yeah, f- okay. that uh, the last game. So, okay. um, it's unfortunate. They, I know what they need to do. It's whether or not they you know, They're actually going to commit to doing it. I think they make a lot of. There's a there's an easy mismatch with mm-hmm. the Suns, and they're not exploiting it. His name is DeAndre Ayton, mm-hmm. six foot eleven, could shoot from anywhere outside the three, of course. Um, and the Mavericks don't have a guy on their roster that can check him. So feed him the ball. The Suns are five and one when DeAndre's usage rate is greater than 23%. Mm-hmm. When it's lower than 20%, 23%, they are like one and three, whatever it is. They've won one game and they've, you know, lost I, whatever how many ever games they lost in the post. Because every single game that he's not been a focal point of the offense, they've lost. So what they need to do is reestablish him in the post, get him some touches early on. Doesn't mean he has to carry them to a win. But that first quarter and that second quarter, get him off going. And then, because that'll ease the pressure off McHale, it'll ease the pressure off CP3, and it'll ease the pressure off Book. And then it'll be easier for them to integrate themselves later in the game and then we'll cruise to a victory. I promise you, sons, this is our key to winning, beating the Mavericks. When we play the Warriors in the next round, that's a whole other beast. But as of right now, you're going to win this series through number 22 on the Phoenix Suns. And that's what you need to do. I hope you're listening to me, Monty. And I know that you are. I hope you're listening. <laughs> but that's what right, you need to do tonight.
0: Right before the game, he's just getting a pre. Yeah. He's get, he has a live feed into our podcasting yeah.
1: recording. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. so. you Mon- hope you're listening to Monty. That's how you do it. That's how you mm-hmm. beat the Mavericks. Um, but yeah, uh, that's that series. Yep. What series is intriguing to me is this uh not Milwaukee Boston that series is cool it's okay you know it's it's a little flashy they got the they got the they got the Jays and Giannis and you know Drew so it's they've got the star power but the, the series Smart. that I'm the series that I'm <laughs> <laughs> the series that I'm focused on and I'm grooning on is this Memphis Warrior series. Yeah. It, there's been some bad fouls, some cheap shots, some mm. horrible basketball play, <clears throat> Dylan Brooks. <laughs> and um, I'm just so intrigued just to see how certain players on the Warriors have kind of elevated in this playoffs, like Jordan Poole.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I'm just, you know, amazed. Mm-hmm. guy been pretty, guy's been amazing. He didn't get that Fat contract from the Warriors this off season. Definitely. Um,
0: sucks that you know, Jaw's out,
1: dude. Sucks. Jaw, yeah. They said he said he, he said he's said it's like it's a doubtful rest of the playoffs too. So
0: yeah. And then I saw was it that Sham so Sham sent that, and then I think it was Woj tweeted out that he was out for the rest of the playoffs. So mm-hmm. sucks. But he's so he's so fun to watch whenever he does he's play, nasty. But brutal brutal for them yeah. for the Grizzlies and.
1: I mean, Over they almost the won last back. night. He didn't play, yeah. so. Yeah. They would have won if, you know, two guys, you know, stepped up. Jaron Jackson, Dylan Brooks. So, you guys, you know, reeled it in. Like mm-hmm. I've been saying, you guys probably would have won. series would be 2-2 right now going back to Memphis, but. They can't do it. Dumbasses. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: think the Miami-Philly uh, one is so entertaining, too, because. I didn't expect to be to come back this early after his whole injury that he has. And now was playing broke his mat, face. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, and Doc
1: Rose, well, here's the thing, Nick. Yeah. Doc Rivers is a horrible head coach. <laughs>
0: hey, I know hey. he's a former, hey.
1: he's horrible. He's one of the worst head coaches. To everyone in NBA post, you know, post 2008. Yeah. No, not post 2008. He's horrible. He's a good manager of egos. That's it. Horrible. And he's not even that good because he blew up the 76ers like that. With Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, so he's not that good managing egos. So he but he did he's a, a whole,
0: he did a good job in 2007 2008. So give him give him credit. For those guys
1: those guys were older, so they kind of settled into their roles and stuff. Mm-hmm. Although some stuff did come on later later on in the, in the in the Celtics in the years to follow because Ray Allen didn't leave you guys and go to the Miami Heat. But that's yep. neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Doc Rivers is a horrible head coach. <laughs> He's gonna get bounced out from the playoffs again this year, uh, and they're gonna. This is one more prediction. They're gonna let him go. They're gonna sign Mike D'Antoni in the off season, and Joel and gonna get upset.
0: James Harden they're turn-
1: yeah. yeah, they're, they're turning yeah, they're turn into the Houston Rockets.
0: Yeah, of course they are. Guess That's what? what they're doing. Haven't heard much from James Harden this entire season. This entire playoff. No, he had one good often. playoff game. He had yep. one good game. I was going to text the group and just be like, oh, look, James Harden's playing in the playoffs now. Surprise. Appears yeah. <laughs> for one little time. Yeah, you thought I was afraid of them, dude. Guess what? I'm not. I
1: didn't all. know. I thought you were afraid of the Nets. And I'm going to be honest with you. You were afraid of the Nets.
0: Before <laughs> we found out that we
1: were playing. You were afraid of the Nets. I want to be clear. Before You were afraid of the Nets. Be Before. You were. You were afraid of the Nets. Because right? you, you, you were afraid of the us let's, 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 let's keep it a buck. You were scared of them. It's okay.
0: Before we decided that (laughs) we were playing them. Before that, of course, out of all the options, before out of all the options that we could have chosen, not that we chose them, we had a choice, but out of all the different teams that we could have, yeah, the Nets were the scariest by far. Before the series began, right when the series began, you saw the flip that switched. I was fucking hyped, dude. I was like, let's go bring the Nets on. And guess what? They swept their ass, and that was beautiful. But I'm not afraid of them. You see, Katie got booed. Dude, you scared
1: and, about the, you scared about Miami though.
0: I'm not. No, I'm not. You're not no, you, guys, you don't not. have any
1: remember. You don't have, you don't feel anything about that. Those, those playoffs that you guys had the bubble, the bubble with them, the bubble. No. Come on. Not scared of Tyler hero. Nah, nah.
0: it's a whole different team. That's a thing too, where it's like, For the most part, I feel like a lot of the teams have been the same the past few years where it's like the big stars have moved around and everything, and LeBron has all the old players on his team now and everything, and between James Harden getting traded, Ben Simmons, all that sort of stuff. But having players like someone who balled out last night, Al Horford, who put up 30 at, 54 years old, however old he is. Like 35. I know, I know. But it's his second time on the Celtics, and he feels like he's so old. And he never did stuff like that, like when he was on the Hawks in Atlanta too, which is just crazy to see him yam it on Jalen. On uh, on Giannis' too. Yeah, by on his way down from the dunk, putting his elbow down, which was just ridiculous. And Serge is distracted because the Suns game has already begun. So... We're going to finish this podcast up, but that has been the Bitch NBA.
1: asses. What kind of call is that, dude? <laughs> All right. We got to finish this pod up. because Are you fucking sorry. kidding me?
0: What do they call a big foul?
1: They call the charge.
0: I I know the feeling, Serge. That's fucking know,
1: stupid, dude. I know the feelings. What kind feelings. of BS call is that, bro? Man, these roughs got this. Is this who's who's roughing this game? I was right gonna now? say
0: is it Tony Brothers, or is it? Uh, what's it's definitely not Tony
1: Brothers. Is it Scott Foster's Punk Ass? I bet it is. <laughs> it probably, is.
0: if it is that that record against CP3 is something scary. They gotta get
1: that. They gotta. They gotta understand that, that record. That record means nothing. Okay. What was it one in eight
0: now? One and eight
1: was a one and seven before. I don't think it's one of seven. I think it's zero oh and thirteen.
0: Oh yeah, oh, it's definitely zero oh for you, yeah, not one one. <laughs> something crazy, yeah, something crazy. But all refs yeah. suck, dude. I think I can absolutely agree with you on that, right?
1: I can attest to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Where's that from? What I can attest. I to can that? attest. I can attest to that. From sure. like a show or movie? I'm pretty sure. I don't know. It could be. It's from something. It's, is this is the there- score? oh god they just scored all right let's finish this let's finish this (laughs) stay focused getting my Uh, live reaction fans yeah
0: shout out shout out Boku. stay focused all right let's go with the starting off with music music pick of the week surge do you have any specific song because we were jamming to some earlier before but we were we had a few new albums come out jack harlow dropped his album future dropped his album and kendrick Apparently he's going to drop his album this upcoming Friday too. So looking forward to to that one. And
1: I am. I don't have headphones currently. I'm going to order some from Apple mm-hmm. today or tomorrow. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to Kendrick's album. He has his first album in what five years?
0: Yeah, five years, I think.
1: Well, Art, if you want to count the, five. if you want to count uh,
0: Baby, Baby Keem stuff, no, I don't.
1: No, the Black Panther album.
0: Oh yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. I guess you could.
1: Have you seen that movie yet?
0: No. It's a Marvel movie, man. We know this already. We know this already. That's
1: racist, Nick. You're fucking kidding me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen them, man. The Marvel movies are still on my list. It's not the offseason yet because of the playoffs. It's the NFL draft just finished and everything. So soon, soon, soon come.
1: Chris Paul, bro.
0: All right, let's wrap this thing up. All right, let's go. TV and movie talks. All
1: right, all right. Fuck the. All right, just keep going because the Suns are down by seven now. All right, <laughs> what are you saying? I was talking
0: about any sort of music pick of the week. Do we have anything?
1: Uh, for me, you know, what do we listen to?
0: Some bangers before.
1: We listen to some bangers. We listen to <laughs> Unwritten.
0: Yep, Natasha uh, Bedingfield.
1: Natasha Bedingfield, shout out Natasha, and um. Big girls, Big girls Don't, don't cry. cry.
0: Shout out yeah. Fergie. Shout out Fergie. Two Shout out beautiful... Fergie. Those, are two, those are two bangers. Those are the two songs of the week by Surge and <laughs> I. I love yeah. it. Yeah, All dude. right. What are now... we watching? <laughs> <laughs> You're watching the game. That's what we're watching. <laughs> what uh, are we watching? What are we, what did are we you watching? Watch... Did you watch Chrissy D's special yet? I did. Uh, Especially Weshi, I did. Special, Wesley. Chrissy yeah. D is and I's favorite comedian, Gina, included in that as well. Absolutely killed it on his live set through Netflix, especially when she Go watch that. Hilarious, hilarious. Listen to his podcast as well, Chrissy Chaos and Hey Babe. Uh too funny. But uh other than that, haven't watched any movies or anything. What about you?
1: No, I haven't watched any movies. I think I saw my anime kicks so I've been watching my hero academia mm-hmm. um in One Piece. But other than that, I haven't watched anything new as far as TV goes. I oh, was mean to start the Sopranos, but hasn't happened yet. Ooh, I, it hasn't happened yet. I'm think
0: I'm I'm very much thinking about it. I keep sending you those clips and hoping that you're that you're gonna watch them. And I think it's, it's gonna it happen. Should, I know, I know it will. I'll keep sending those to you because I keep seeing them all over. You got a <laughs> I hope you watch. Please watch Sopranos before then. Have some gabagool and have the gabagool there. All right, Serge, we'll wrap it up because you are very, very much invested in the Sun it's game right now.
1: Bullshit, dude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this has Mavs been... The, Mavs,
1: bro. This has oh, been my the- God. They shoot nothing but threes. Nick, I'm going to have a conniption fit on this podcast. If I see the Mavs hit another three and we're still podcasting, I'm going to punch my computer screen. This has been Dang, the perfect go, time. Evan. And- this, this is a foul, too, ref. The Call that.
0: time and podcast. Pops. Episode 28. We hope you enjoyed and we will allow Serge to watch this the Sun in peace. crap.
1: This is crap. Luka can do that, but you can call a foul on Da when he makes a power move in the paint. You mother! Oh god, bro! I can't stand it, dude. All right, all right, all right. yeah. All right, dog. Enjoy. All right, peace. peace. I'm so pissed. <laughs> we out. <laughs> Are we gonna call a foul there. We out. Yeah,
0: peace. Oh god. I'll let you go. Enjoy the enjoy the game. All right.
1: Enjoy the game. There's no game.